You already know it's your boy Black of the Dime reporting live from We Love Hip Hop, world's most smoked out podcast. Toronto shit, let's get it. Yeah, yeah, you already know it's Billy Burnson certified. Done no big shout out to We Love Hip Hop. You already know, man, it's your boy YG, number 35, Crown I'm in the oh, cut. Oh, man, it's Bernard Bands. It's your boy Houdini Gag. You know, we're coming blue for the shit, UTM shit, we all here. Fucking, we love hip hop. We love hip hop. What's this shit called again? Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, we here. We love hip hop. It's your boy Raz Fresco, biggest club in the building. You know what I'm saying? The sixth letter in the biggest club. Shout out to We Love Hip Hop. Yo, man, give me some of that old. Gangsta shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back, smoke a fat ass joint too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. We love hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Smoke weed every day. Alright, Flawless Gretzky, Dragon Ball. Episode 151. Soundboy! New Project Crazy, Money First. Came from the dirt. I know this shit hurts. You broke little bums. You're the worst. If you're talking about Prezi, you should mention money Please. first. About Prezi, you should get the shit right. Yeah, I was counting money in the what trap up, what up, what up. all night. Yeah, just starting out young, hitting chops on a bike. Now my cars off the lot, taking first class flights. Pull up in the dot, shining, blowing on loud with the team down in Philly. All right, so we are buck. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast Friday, Ricky Tread, aka Media Rick, aka Morphia, and to the left of me, me PK Hurt, aka the Ganja Giant, aka Smokey the Bear, aka Paul Bunyan. AKA Let's Do This, episode 151, like Bacardi. You know what I'm saying? Um, is that what it was? 151 proof? I think so. I was waiting for I was like, you know what? On my way here, I was like, what's Hurt gonna have for the fucking clever <laughs> number for 151? I think it's 151 Bacardi. Correct me if I'm wrong. That 151 proof. Yeah, that, that fire bottle, that bottle of fire. But, anyways, uh, yeah, so big up the usual suspects. 
You know what I'm saying? Gucci. Hey. Savannah, a.k.a. Ghost in the Room. You just have a whole name. I gave you that for the three under the bus. I threw you under the bus. I threw you under the bus, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the heart attack. That's funny. You know, and that's who's here today, so I'm big up Friday. Hey. Big up myself and that. Big up uh, Heart of Toronto. Hey. You know what I'm saying? The hatchet. Hot. My brother's basketball development. Um, big up Beast Mode. Beast Mode? Big up Mode? Free People Association. Big up Sports Smokers Collective. Uh, yeah. Let's when do I it. come up with some more, some more shout outs, I'll, I'll let you know. Scene. Episode 151. 151. And yeah, we're back over here at the Young Saddam Lounge over here at 529 Young Street, corner of Wellesley. Um, look out for the Tuesday night event that's back, the industry night. Shout out to all the people. Shout out to Sinfully Good Cheesecakes. They got the nice fucking edibles here today. Keep blessing us. You know what I'm saying? Week some chocolates. Week. Looks like some fudge and some, some caramel. Some fudge. We got some snowmen or snowmans from uh, New, New Organics. You know what I'm saying? Bam. This is like a toffee, eh? It's like a piece of toffee right here. This, this, the snowman. Yeah. Gucci. Young Jeezy. Yeah, me, Young Jeezy. Sorry, yeah. snowman. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Got the yams at my auntie house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man. Um. Also, I want to give a set of shout outs. Shout out to the Cubicle Gang. Shout out to all the people who are um, gossiping Grace. Gossiping Grace. Um. All the, all the gang over Manager there. Manager Mike. <laughs> Manager <laughs> Mike. Um. All the people who are listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher. All listening platforms, big up yourself. Um, shout out to all the people who are viewing on YouTube. Make sure to hit that subscription bell uh, button as well as the bell next to it. And so you know when we're dropping new videos. We got a giveaway. Yes. Get those numbers up, people. Subscription. Ah, Subscribe. Oh. It's free. Speaking of the giveaway. You know how we were talking about the little middle level giveaways? The 7,500. Yeah, the 7,500. We have 7,500 already? Before we, do a, before we do the ad for, um, for Ting. Bam! That's what we'd be giving away at 7500 One of these with a little something in it. Ah, you know, shit. You know, a little, a little, a little, maybe a little bag beside it. You, you know, know what I'm Something to fill it up with. So courtesy of Match Pipes, that will be given away when we get to 7,500 subscribers. You, you know the old saying, right? You don't give somebody a wallet empty. Ah, talk that talk. Right? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? At but, the end of the day. Yeah, we giving away gifts. We giving away gifts. Yeah, man. I just noticed what you were doing, so I'm gonna copy. Mm. But make sure to please subscribe. Make sure to please subscribe. Um, Savvy, what are you saying? Which, which? Oh, rolling tray. Oh, oh, no, Sav, Sav's busy. Um, we'll we'll get to Sav later. Um, before we get to anything, Juice World. R.I.P. to Juice World. Yeah. Yeah, man. R.I.P. to Juice World. Young man, he passed at 21 years old. Um. Week, yeah. it was a week into his twenty-first year. Yeah, just turned twenty-one. He just turned twenty-one. Yeah, mm. man. Uh, known as Jared Anthony Higgins, um, um, was an American rapper, singer, songwriter. Born in Chicago, Illinois, um, known for his singles "All the Girls Are All Girls Are the Same" and "Lucid Dreams." Um, that helped him to get notoriety, and he got you know picked up by Lil Bibby, and you know got his record deal. He got sued by Sting at one point. You remember oh, that? Wow. Um, for Lucid Dreams, because they, they, they sampled. sampled the police um, record there. 
Um, yeah, that's a way to get record. noticed. Yeah. Sample a big record, make the song pop, and then, you know, hold on a second. These guys didn't pay us for that sample, you know. Mm -hmm. These guys over there collecting plaques. Getting big checks. Oh, yeah. We, we Well, oh, I, I don't like that shit. I'm about to call my lawyer. Don't like mm. that shit over there. Right? You know what I'm <laughs> I don't like that shit. Mm -mm. I'm about to call my lawyer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, he died in the airport, um, at the Chicago airport, um, after, like, a, a seizure. Mm -hmm. He yeah, was rushed yeah. to hospital. Um, blood was coming out of his mouth in the airport. He was rushed to hospital where he died in the hospital. Yeah, we're just saying the reason why, mm. so what, well, what's coming out, don't know if it's the official, but people are saying that he had like 70 pounds of weed on his plane, multiple guns. Yeah, three and he guns. actually popped the pills to hide them from the federal agents that were searching his plane. Mm. And the, it was a fatal dose that, yeah. that killed him. Right. It, yeah. He, yeah. So he started seizure, and I guess during the whatever they brought him to the hospital, and unfortunately he passed away. Well, they're saying that the pilot on the plane um, notified the notified the feds um, with in flight, saying, "Yo, there's drugs on the plane." So when these guys arrived at the airport, they got them ready for them. They they got they got dimed up by the air by the by pilot. The pilot right? said, "You know what? I ain't about this." <laughs> He'll probably overheard man's talking about all that shit on the plane. Bro, mm -hmm. these guys, like, but I don't know. RIP to the dumb man that passed away, but mm. damn, I don't know what you're thinking, carrying all that with you in yeah. private jet or not. Like, Well, there's people saying he, he might have not known that it was there. So, bro. He popped it. Okay, you know what? Mm. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he didn't know that the 70 pounds of weed was in the airplane, but he definitely knew the perks were there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was more or than perks. There whatever was, was, I don't know, perks, whatever pills, whatever it was that he popped that made him take. I, cause I can't say perks. I can't say it could have been Zans. It mm. could have been anything. It could have been Molly. It could have been Lean. It could have been anything. Yeah. So I can't just say. Oh, it could have been even Oxycontin. Who knows? Facts. You know what I'm saying? So facts. Wait till the real toxicology report comes out. But yeah, R.I.P. To him and condolences to his family. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important thing is condolences to his family. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who were probably depending on him, you know what I mean? Fucking, this guy was like probably the biggest breadwinner in his family. Like, so. Honestly, I never knew about him. I heard the song. I just didn't know who he was. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I heard the song. I just didn't know. Is this considered suicide? Yeah. Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know if it's considered suicide because I don't think he thought he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I just think he panicked. And in the situation, yeah, it was one of started, those. You understand what I'm saying? So we're he trying to hide the thing. Accidental death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was trying to hide the things. No, he was trying to hide the things, right? He's he's in a situation whatever, where like whatever. it's like when you get pulled over, okay? Yeah, you get pulled over, you have a bunch of shit on you, and you're like, yo, let me just <laughs> eat this, and 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 then you know it'll be in my body so I, that when I get searched. No, and not go on. I see that thing the other day on, on Instagram. Mm. One of these memes. Or, oh, yeah, it was Instagram, I'm pretty sure. Man's like, cop, man gets pulled over, American situation, and there's a black guy in the car. He's like, yo, man, I'm going to ask you again, bro. You got any weed or anything in the car? Cause yeah. we're gonna, whatever, and da da da. And then the man's like, I got a blunt. I got a blunt. <laughs> but the man hooped the blunt. He pooped the fucking blunt. Oh the my man said he had a blunt in his butt. Is Sorry, what he Sav, said. Sav, I, no, I, I know what that is. You already explained this with <laughs> to me. Gucci sounded like he didn't know what it was, and I was like, Gucci, he put it in his booty. The like, man, that's said, basically what the he man did. said, I got the blunt in my bum. He got the a officer blunt. said, what? What, what did you say? <laughs> I got a blunt in my bum. <laughs> 
You got a booty blunt. <laughs> in a traffic stop in the United States. Oh, That's how you know it's serious man. out there, right? The man is, yo, so hold on a second. You got that The gas. question is this now. <laughs> After you get past that, who's smoking that? Are you supposed to, what are you going to do? Smoke that? But yeah, it's yeah. just so that he doesn't get caught with it. But he confessed. Now he did because the man asked him again. The man could have been like, "No, there's nothing in the car." Because as soon as he gets out the car, guess what? It's not in the car. Yeah, it's in his ass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, R.I.P. to to Juice World. You know, there's a big conversation that's starting around the industry about the whole drug thing again. Yeah, they cancel it. They cancel everything else. Let's cancel the drug culture, bro. That's that that all marine Americans. Per- Percocet, lean, all that. Let's cancel that. It's Let's do bullshit. real music. Let's make some good music, man. It's all bullshit. It's Think about it like this. Man's will be back to it next week. It's already bad enough. <laughs> I know. It's already bad enough when we're old people, like mm. older than we are right now. We're going to be playing like, yo, go shorty, it's your birthday. And we're like, yeah, man, that's a, that's a classic tune, you know. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And then what? Our kids, Molly Percocet. Molly, Molly Percocet. Percocet. Okay, you see, here's the thing. 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 This is just their culture. I'm not, I to, know that, but I'm just saying. Just gotta, this is the, so 30 years from now, 30 years from now, when they're like, you know, if they're still alive, mm-hmm. you know. Based on this culture. Exactly. Okay. They're going to be like, God damn, dude. Like, <laughs> this is, this is what, this is our music. This is our generation of music. Yeah. Getting high as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a conversation that started back up again. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be stopping anytime soon. No, you soon. know it's going to happen, like you said. Oh, the, it's it's the trend for this week, and then next week people will be back on it. But hey, Fredo hey, Santana, I'm a herbalist. Don't mm-hmm. smoke. Yeah, I mean, Fredo Santana, Lil Peep, all these uh, all these people have passed. It's sad. You know all these so, people passed like that. It's very sad. Um, what's his name? Mac Miller. You know what I mean? Like, very sad, man. It's, it's not like uh, men's are like they don't have examples you know what I'm saying but a lot of people are, are passing away because of this foolishness man facts but R.I.P. to him you know what I'm saying um, quick thing also before we get to our, our top six Facebook and um, oh thing about Facebook um, follow me on Facebook Friday Ricky Dread on Facebook I've been uploading a lot of old episodes of We Love Hip Hop like interviews and different things re-uploading it to the Facebook you know what I'm saying so look out for that you know what I mean uh-huh. um, but Instagram is bringing back the likes low key did you notice have you seen any likes under my pictures no because I turned that feature off because I no no but like we can't turn off the feature Instagram turn off the feature they ask you if you want to or you don't want to have you were right and I chose not to I was like alright I'll try it why not hmm. and then I can still see is this is not visual to you or or the ghost in the room or Gooch yeah. no one can see but me I can only see it well when right? I go on unless people's profiles have, unless you have access to my profile through my password no, no, or whatever no. or through whatever then we can yo, yo can y'all hold it on back there a little bit please Um, but yeah. Um, what you gonna call it? You see the thing is with that. When I'm looking at other people's profiles, I'm starting to see how much likes are on, uh, how many views are on the video, how much likes on other people's profiles. Oh. When I'm on the We Love Hip Hop page, I don't see it. Yeah, when I'm on my personal page, I can see it. So the thing is, 
what I've realized on my personal page is it's a testing ground. It's one of those tester pages that, you know, let's sample whatever is going to uh, be popping off first. Is that what it is or is it because it's a business page? No, no, they're both business pages. But okay. did you, when they asked you, do you want to see the likes or you don't want to see the likes, what did you say? That was a long I time never, ago. I never even got that option. She's speaking of likes. I see this sponsored ad has likes, right? You can see how many? Yeah, this sponsored ad has 10 likes. Right there here you on go. this sponsored ad. And you're on your page, right? I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm on my page. That's what I'm saying. They're bringing it back. In the States, they're starting to take it away. Because remember, they were testing the shit in Canada first, right? Oh, they're right starting here. to take it away in the states. Another, I, I think they're only doing it on sponsored ads. On because yours, on mine, I can see them on everybody's profile. Trust me, yo, low key, it's coming back. Look out for that. Oh, well, okay, well, you know what I'm saying just a heads up. Yeah, so far, I've been scrolling through my page, and all I'm seeing is on sponsored ads, mm. sponsored posts. I'm seeing the likes. And before you weren't even seeing that. No. So now they're creeping it back in, you know what I'm saying? So look out for that. Instagram's on a on a sneaky move. Um You see this? Mm. Harvey Wright, Weinstein reaches forty seven million dollar settlement. Um whipping civil state wiping. wiping, sorry, civil state clean. Ooh. Harvey, Harvey. Mm. We'll talk about Harvey in a fucking minute. Smoke. Um, let's uh Get a quick add in here for Match Pipes. You know, um, since we were talking about that giveaway earlier, um, shout out to Match Pipes, the f- um, the first all-in-one you know pipe and lighter. You know what I'm saying? This portable, durable pipe system is made for everyday cannabis enthusiasts. With its refillable, built-in lighter, storage bowl, and foldable pipe, makes this device truly the most compact dry, dry herb unit on the market. Right, and we're going to be doing a giveaway, Savvy. We're gonna be doing a giveaway right now for um, for match pipes, where we're giving away one of these. Bam, bam, bam. If you can guess the contents of what's going on in the box, you know what I'm saying. Um, we showed it on previous videos. I'll just tell you all now. There's a screen. You know what I mean. You get an extra screen and you get a poker. Right. So, let us know in the comments below. We'll be tabulating and we'll be taking the first 20 people that will take it for a draw. Also, we'll be giving away one of these when we hit the 7,500 subscribers. Only one winner will be out of those 20. So yes. We're not choosing 20 winners. We're choosing 20 people to be in a contest to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, Friday just pulled a tray out of thin air. Hey. Magic trick. Well, I guess we'll give one of those trays away to them. Yeah, man, we'll throw a tray in there. You know what I'm saying? These guys, they were very gracious. They sent us a whole fucking care package. Care package. You know, Show the little grinder thing, too, you can get. Throw that in there, too, no? Bam! Grinder card. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Match Pipes. Hit them up on um, their website, matchpipes with an S, dot com. Um, also, if you want to get a discount on one of these, get 20% off. Use the uh, promo code WLHH20. That's two zero. Um, and you'll be able to get 20% off one of these Match line. Pipes. He did. <laughs> he took it. He didn't want you to talk. He's like, okay, we got to get to six list. We can't even do no more. Okay, Kirk, don't say nothing. Bow. All right. Six list time. Mm. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. That's okay. Go. Go. We were ready for you. Yeah, yeah, we caught it. We caught the play. All right, so let's get to our top six. Mm-hmm. Um, compiled of the Tuesday video, as usual. I'm gotta say, it hasn't been as heavy as usual, you know. As people kind of slowed down a little bit this week as far as the release of music. It's been a lot of music, but not like 20 songs in a yeah. week like usual, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So maybe something to do with the holidays. But 
We got a list. Number six, Raz Fresco and the sixth letter, Area 51. Bars heavy. Bars. Yo. Good video. Yeah. Nice. I like, vivid. I like what they're doing with their videos. I like I like how I've always I've been like a fan of Ras Fresco and the Baker's Club. Shout out Baker's Club. Right? Mm. Like I've been a fan. Like from before, like when he just came on the scene with the, like when he was working with bootcamp click yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, like he's dope. You know? It, and I know he was a little upset because he didn't make onto a fifty list, but who cares, man? You're yeah. dope. Fuck the list. Fuck a list. You understand what I'm saying? And Fuck that Friday guy. Right? That's, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, well. <laughs> I did. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, like dope track, dope bars, mm. and it's a follow up from what last week. Last week, and he got another one out. What was the last week he was by? Last week he was by himself, but that was good yeah, too. That it was just good barely also. made the list; like yeah. it just missed it. Yeah. But oh, yeah. and and free Ras Fresh go at the same time because apparently he's not even here right now. A lot of all these videos are dropping. Oh wow! Well, mm-hmm. hey, you wouldn't know, but if he's locked up, free him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Um, number five, Young Flip Wiggins, and I learned about basketball. Uh, you don't know about Canadian baller. Wiggins, man. Nope. Like, <laughs> so, oh my gosh, you're so disappointing. Non-sports fan in the building. You know what I'm saying? You're so disappointing. Proud, but yeah. Um, apparently, that guy's he's he's, he's, he's 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 sick with it. Andrew Wiggins, yeah, he's alright. He's so, pretty good. He was good. He was drafted. Was it? Was he number one draft pick? I don't know. I don't no, remember. I can't you asked remember, me too many all questions. All I know was LeBron. That got like, LeBron, and I was like, nah. LeBron fucked with his shit, bro. Mm. LeBron. LeBron said, no, I can't have this young boy come to Cleveland and bring a ring before me. Mush up the team. No, no, no. The trades have to go down. No, 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 no. You have to trade my youth. Trade him. Bring me Kevin Love. Bring me this. Bring me that. We have to trade this guy if you want me to come back to Cleveland. Okay? Yeah. And he, he fulfilled. You know, he came back. He brought a ring, you know. But yeah, like I'm telling you, he told Andrew Wiggins is is in Milwaukee because LeBron's like, yo, you got to move this kid. Mm. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share the spotlight with him. I'm sorry, I'm the Milwaukee. king. He's on the Timberwolves. Okay, but that's let's not. not let's, sorry, where is that? Let, let's not where get too far on a sports we were, side we track. We were talking about <laughs> Andrew Milwaukee, Wiggins. That's the Bucks. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Timberwolves. Uh, fucking uh, whatever. Timberwolves. Minnesota. Minnesota. Thank you. Mm. Could have just said that the first time. I was but waiting yeah. for you to. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know? Minnesota. But go on. Yes, Andrew Wiggins is nice. Go on. Young flip. Is the person who mentioned Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, well, I'm just saying you don't know who the person is, so we're giving you a little back, back, little back. That's all. But big up the fucking flip. Yeah, big up the flip. Alumni for what? Six list, right? Six, um, six views alumni. You know what I'm saying? Very six big. views. Why do I keep? Oh man, six. It's same, okay because you know. Same difference. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll tell you about something about that later. Um, uh, <laughs> but big up the young flip. Big fucking tune. Um, number four. I rinse the pack and I nip it. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, G-Body Beepers. Ah, ah, ah. You know, it's a PK thing. Stand up, farm, farm, farm. Hey, big up the whole fucking farmhouse. You know what I'm saying? That was good. It was good. Yeah. I was like, I like this video. This yellow jacket you got on here. I like it. I was like, yeah. And why he always got his shirt off? Because the man's proud of... That's what he calls himself G-Body. I like why y'all say it's young man. The man calls himself G-Body, right? Young man. Hey, the man calls himself G-Body, right? Hey, the man... Hey. No I man like, obviously worked for what he's got. But so you know what it is? I was like, at least he's not outside without his shirt on. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Why wouldn't he be outside with his shirt on? No, outside in the cold. Oh, like no, no. at least he wasn't outside in the cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I can though, for real. This guy doesn't respect the it's no a shirt, video, no service rule. <laughs> it's a good video though. I like it. It was good. No, like yo, whatever. The man, yo, whatever. He called himself G Body, so hey. he's just showing the people why. Honestly, I respect. You know, the, you know, the, the, the gal them probably like it. You of know? course they do. Right, so of course he's got to appeal. He's got to appeal to his female fans, right? You know what I'm saying. Keeping an LL Cool J like, um. Hey, hey LL has a, a, an outstanding career, longevity. He's a fucking legend, like a motherfucker. Mm. But go on. Yeah, man. Big up to G Body, man. Big Bartdale, fucking farm, farm. Yeah, I'm on. Um, Alumni. Top three. Corey Fila and Cadet made big track again. Second verses make track. <laughs> All second verses. Well, did you see hey. at the beginning? It said R.I.P. Cadet. Oh, you know, he passed. I, that's what it said? I missed it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it said. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure we should check on the clip again. Just that's to make crazy. Sure at the beginning of the video, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. That's crazy. Well, RIP to him, man. Listen, but if it's not true, it's not fake news, okay, guys? Like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to check right now. Let us know in the comments. Check right yeah. now so no one comes from my head back like, you, what you? No. I thought I seen something, and I'm gonna double check to make sure. Mm. All right. Well, so let us know in the comments if, 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 we're, if we're dropping fake news. But Mm-mm. number two, <laughs> Corey Fila was that number two? No, that was three. Um, and yeah, big fucking tune because they they both went in on that yeah, fucking they did. tune. They you did. know what I'm saying? Um, number two, seven hundred, and Q Dog, two tone. Oh, oh. in the stew. Yeah, 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 yeah. R.I.P. Cadet. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's <coughs> fucked up. Not fake news. Yeah, not oh, fake news. Stop. I know. Not you. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, getting back to uh, the 700 and Q-Dog. Big fucking tune. A lot of fucking bars on that fucking tune right there. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, I'm liking that. I'm liking the bar thing. You know, I like when And a lot of energy. Yeah. Mm. We have energy in this city. That's a, that's a given. The yeah. city got energy, so. Yeah. Whether it's negative, positive, the energy is here. Mm. We got it in this city. Yeah, when I watch a lot of our videos, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It makes you tired after you finish watching all these videos, bro. It's like, damn. Do you feel like you're in a dance? <laughs> That's how you feel? Yeah, man. I'm like, damn, I got to work out watching that. Huh? But the number one track in Canada this week. Let me find some sound effects for this here. Solo YS. Earning. Next track is fire too. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, this is a video list, right? <laughs> that video was fire. <laughs> that girl's ass can't fucking move, B. Huh? Like, whoa. <laughs> I know Friday was happening. I was like, whoa. I was like, Friday. Like, her body. I was like, Friday, did you watch it yet? I was like, Friday, did you watch it yet? He was like, no. I was like, he's like, I'm going to watch it right now. Listen, he put that on the TV. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, excuse me. Damn, like a snake. Chama. I was like, through the whole video, I was like, this, I was like, you are fire. Mm-hmm, amazing. Constant bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, big up to Solo YS. He's got a lot of fire that he's dropped through, through 2019. So, Keep yeah, it coming man. for 2020. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Keep up the good fucking work, yo. Uh, quick set of honorable mentions. Project Prezi, Money First, what I played at the top of the show. Eziano, Pray For Me. Harvey Stripes, Graveyard Shift. Vanessa Vane, The Spot. 88 Glam, um, Bankroll featuring Little Keed. Pillar B, Fuck It Up. Galaxy, um, aka RC Galaxy, Big Remix. Six Buzz, 
um, featuring MK So Live and Ryder, Real Spill, Kato, Goldie Rock, uh, Goldie Rock um, Seven, Dro, and Young Tory, Picture Me. I like that Picture Me one. Yeah, That's man. List. Yeah, man. There's a lot of. I, you know what? Since with the honorable mentions, when you add that up together, you know what I mean? That's a good list. We've got a good list. You know what I'm saying? And don't oh. forget, at the end of the year, we're coming with a list mm. with all of the number ones off of our six lists. Yes. Off of our, our top six Canadian tracks. We're going to come with a, a com- a, like a, all of them. What's the word? A compilation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to comp with a compilation of all of them. And you guys are going to choose which one out of all of those number ones is number one. The one for the year. The biggest track of 2019. Facts. Facts. Um, quickly so you guys still got time. Yeah. You guys still got time. Even we got one more week, actually. That's what I'm saying. You guys still got time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And also, after that, we're gonna we'll take a quick hiatus during the Christmas week. You know what I mean? Um, Christmas holidays. You know, the twenty sixth, no episodes. So there will be content on YouTube, but you know, man, them need a little Christmas break, family time, and all them good things. You know what I'm saying? Celebrating family time. Yeah, man. So do the same, people. Um, UPS truck. Before we get to our break here, just want to mention quick, fast. Did you see that UPS truck that got shot up in Florida? It got shot up? I thought like, it got lit on fire. No, no. Shot. Well, lit, lit the fuck up. Oh, like that you mean. I thought you meant like. <laughs> no, no, no. That's. Oh, you really, you're going off the line here. Yeah, I thought you meant it got like lit up, not no, like no, no, shot no. up. <laughs> they got lit the oh. fuck up. <laughs> they wetted it. They reeled it. Yo, Brendan, the footage, the way the man, the amount of. Yo, the boy them must have put about a hundred shells in that fucking... Oh, the boy them shot it up. Yeah, and killed four people on the scene, in fact. What? Why? Whoa, what happened? I'm, uh, I'm trying to pull up the article here. This my fucking um, thing is moving mad slow. Let me find it here. That's madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know who I caught? I caught it from Star in the Morning, and I was like, let me go look into this myself. Cause yeah, there's a mass madness. shooting in Jersey, too. Yeah, I, I heard about that, too. Okay, so police pursuit um, of a carjacked UPS vehicle end up in a shootout um, on the street of South Florida Thursday um, that left four people dead Thursday, including two suspects. Officials said at Damn. press conference the victims have not yet been identified. The, um, so the incident began after two armed suspects robbed Regent Jewelry in uh, Coral Gables at approximately 4.15 p.m. FBI special agents in charge, George Pirro, told uh, reporters shots were fired on the scene at approximately 3.36 and the suspect hijacked a UPS vehicle and led police on a high-speed chase through multiple co- uh, counties, uh, Pirro said. Uh, helicopter crazy. video shows... The whole thing, so it shows like. Oh, so this video, just like oh, almost yeah, like yeah, the OJ yeah. pursuit, eh? No, no. If you go on YouTube, <laughs> there's video of the, sh- the of the car just getting, of the boy them just sitting behind their car, just like like a scene from Heat. Wow. Like real life, though. You swear they robbed a bank. Yo, fam. They robbed the jewelry store. But here, here's the thing. And they stole the federal. They stole the thing. They stole it. The, the, the UPS, UPS truck. Uh, federal that's truck. Federal. Oh, that's why. That, that's that's why I got to. That's why I got to. That's federal, right? Never mind. There. I missed Yo, that part. They were waiting for that. I don't know what happened. That's, that's federal. The thing. Yeah. They were I don't know waiting. what happened there. I totally missed that part. That's federal. Oh, you fucked with. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you fucked with. You the, got federal. Oh, oh, you know Everybody you died. You know why? Because the feds are trained to shoot. You know you don't fucked up, right? They were waiting for that day. That's what I'm trying to say. Like when I first heard the story, I was like, "All right, guys, weapons hot." Remember what we were trained for. <laughs> we were waiting for this moment. Like they were excited in the well, fucking. We don't want to say that. We don't want to be like that. But you know, I'm saying it's just like fuck. They killed 
four people died at the end of the day and two of them were innocent exactly so why why are you rinsing shots like that yeah you're being like, aggressive. that's crazy they were like, excited fam they yeah. were like yeah, so oh my god excuse, it's right? time yeah, it's, it's not time an, it's not an excuse like it's not an excuse at all you're gonna like, get to do like what we did in simulation yeah that's like except real life yo they let off every fucking thing in every clip these motherfuckers must have had me <laughs> like <That's> yes <laughs> finally guys ba, 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 ba. all right but yeah like i said weapons hot boys mm-hmm. hey hey good thing we live in canada um there's a drive that's going on tonight for uh bring your a game for thursday night for the people in tonight land um shout out to dynamic um it's the fifth mm-hmm. annual food um hip-hop food drive there's gonna be uh it's gonna be at the black swan tavern um 250 254 danforth in toronto performances by yasmin soul jesse toronto james toon kelly um century italy dax flow mo littles bugatti bonus swisher sweets mellow yvonne and nico and music by dj slam wow. from 89.5 and your favorite light skin from 89.1 fm that's a crazy lineup yeah man um, $19 at the door $10 with um, $10 entry $5 when you bring a, a non-perishable good See? Did you say $19 at the door? No no 19 and older Oh 19 and older $10 at the door Sorry 19 and older $10 at the door and it's $5 if you bring a perishable good with you I'm like that's a weird price Non-perishable? <laughs> non-perishable good, I'm like bad. that's a weird price mm-hmm. $19? Yeah. I was like is that the breakdown? I was like so what's the additional $4 for because that's what I was also waiting for just now Sorry about that Friday. Nice corrections, have. No. <laughs> All right, let's cut through a break. Um, young gentleman, um, big shout out to you, Black Cello. Um, I see you out there, family. Um, track here from his SoundCloud track is called Let's Go. filmed our our interviews like a week ahead so um the people are going to be listening to this and it's, as it's episode 151 however oh. we're in episode 150 right now as we speak right right and we're fucking high as fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is i like to to mark this episode with a special guest as well who we're interviewing you know what i mean mm-hmm. because you have done a lot of historic things you know oh. what I'm saying? In this hip-hop scene. Thanks. Respect. No, no. You have, bro. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's it's not easy to be able to get a hit song. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of rappers can go to the studio, make fucking music, and come out with, like, 20 tracks in a month. Mm-hmm. But will they make a hit? You know what I'm saying? I ain't never made a hit. Dear hip-hop what? is a hit. <laughs> ain't no hit. There's a difference between a hit and a classic. Oh. 
You know what I'm saying? Classic. Yo, hold yeah. on a second. My man just pulled out his revolver on you. Yeah. yeah. Because so uh, if, if I had made a hit, no, things would have gone different. No, it, you yes, know what I mean? Yes. Things would have been in a different place, in mm-hmm. a different world. And, you know, I'm proud of that. By the way, like, I completely take everything you're saying, like, mm-hmm. as much respect, and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. not the one who determined that their hip-hop was a classic. Enough time, it, I mean, even at the time, it got love when it came out. But, mm-hmm. but sometimes it, it, it's crazy to me how much time has passed since. 96 and how many people have determined that that's a classic record and um, I'm just thankful that people say so but I've grown to appreciate it being called that Mm -hmm. because it resonates with people as something that was important something they thought was dope something they still believe in as opposed to it being a hit because when you talk about hit records that's a whole other thing and it's funny that a lot of people forget that Dear Hip Hop wasn't even like a single release it was just a song on a compilation mm. and that compilation did its thing shouts to beat factory and the yes, rap essentials the movement rap essentials. with the video was in rotation the tour the rap essentials one or two part one yeah yeah that was yeah. the the rap album. essentials mm-hmm. it, it was the first you know compilation it wasn't the first compilation of its kind but that compilation i think really set canadian hip-hop in sort of this new direction yes and so this the album has classics on it i'm just so thankful that for my debut that record became considered a classic mm. but Definitely it didn't chart per se you know what i mean it was yeah. like i hate like but yo to this day i mean i can't go anywhere without people talking about it i've done remixes that have been released in japan and france and, mm. and, and like it's it's crazy the life that that Sorry. song has taken not on. not to man. cut you off but yeah. do we even introduce our guest yes no nah. <laughs> we didn't that's what i'm saying that's how high we are right now we just started talking it's cool know, man right? so we celebrate speaking of a classic moment right the creator of the song we um dear hip-hop mm-hmm. right we have danny yo in the motherfucking okay, building. <laughs> Respect, <laughs> you know man. Yes. thanks for having me and yo congratulations to y'all on Thank 150 no yo I, I didn't know this was the 150 but i'm honored to be part of this yes, man yes and and it's definitely a party in here man yeah. so shout out to everybody Thank in the you. building yeah. thanks for having yeah. me here you go like this some of the party you know got on the yeah, 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 yeah. it's been crazy it's been crazy so, okay. but what were y'all thinking bringing an asthmatic into this show cause this I know right <laughs> okay I'm me... sorry we didn't think about that it's a it's all good. Do you have no, your buffer? That's a good question. It's good. No, the, the good news is that I'm not nearly as asthmatic as I used to be. I actually mm. haven't used a puffer in 12 years. When I stopped drinking milk, I stopped needing an asthma inhaler. Hey. So all asthmatics oh, out there drinking milk, cut it out. Cut that shit out. So, so what did you replace milk with? Uh, like almond milk. You know, I'll use that. Yeah. Okay. No dairy, man, means no, no coughing. Um, let me ask you something. Until there's enough. <laughs> it's cigarette smokes that get me, so y'all are all right. Okay. Yeah, we good. <laughs> Let right. me ask you a quick fast. Yeah, man. Are you really chilling Monday night raw watching? I was. With, with chocolate? I, I was. That was a legit line. Yeah, because it's funny. The, the, the segue is perfect <laughs> because we we met before Rap Essentials, but yeah. we went on the Rap Essentials tour together. So mm-hmm. the Rap Essentials tour was Chocolair, Danny, and YOK. Yeah. And YOK was rocking with me. We did a joint show. It was like Monolith Man's. We rolled with Black Cat and Chocolair rolled with Rodala, mm-hmm. uh, Casey wow. Thomas, and DJ Supreme. And the seven of us made up what we call the Seven Deadly Venoms, which were the oh, tour yeah. artists for Rap Essentials. On the tour, we obviously got to know each other a lot better, you know, you know, spending nights in hotels and stuff. And mm-hmm. Doc, there were times where we would legit wrestle. Like, man's <laughs> would get on beds and suplex a man on the next bed. Like, that's <laughs> fully what was going on in pile drivers, 
backflips. So, because we discovered shocks, and I discovered you're a wrestling man. Yeah, I'm a wrestling man. So we talk oh, about '80s it. stuff and Hogan and all the yeah, yeah, when we grew yeah, up yeah, as Hulkamaniacs. Yeah, that's it. You guys start talking you about know. Hogan. That's it. Yeah, because that's you know that was our era, right? Yeah, like mm. I'm a man who went to WrestleMania six as a, as a 12 year old, yeah. and um, so. Yeah, we discovered we were wrestling fans, and so legit. Sometime after the tour, uh, we did. We went to not just a Raw. We went to a WCW event. I think it was like a Nitro, if y'all remember wow. WCW Nitro. Nitro. I remember Nitro. So we went to wrestling events, and then it was maybe it was the following year. I think uh, we were doing an event at York U. That mm-hmm. did, did a concert at York U. And Chalks took me aside and was like, yo, I just wrote this joint, man, and I shout you out and it and everything. I was like, okay, cool. I was sort of half hearing what he was talking about. Yeah. had no idea what he was referring to would be another eventual classic mm-hmm. in Northern Touch. So it's kind of crazy Monday that... Night Raw, watch it. Yeah. Awesome. Outside of your hip-hop, I'm known for a shout-out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're known for more than that. Though. So okay. respect. But legit, that it's we did go and watch wrestling. <laughs> so, hey. so, yeah. I'm gonna bounce around a little bit. What about now? Like, what do you? What's? Because I see you got a few things that are popping off now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the new stuff that you got. Sure, right? man. So, give us a rundown of all the new things that. Because we're at the end of 2019 at yeah. this point. So, how was like oh, your, your releases for 2019? I feel like you got right here about. This is it. Can I get this on yes. camera? Of course you can. Is this looking good? So uh, that's your Instagram um, profile as well. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my everything profile right now. This is me and my daughter, Melina. So my Beautiful. newest album just dropped two months ago. Mm. Uh, this is album number five as a solo artist. It's called The Day It All Changed. Okay. And it refers, of course, to the day my daughter was born because that changed everything. Wow. Any parents in the building? Um, no. None of yeah. them. Oh, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying. So something about, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm super proud of this project because um, obviously since she was born, it has changed everything and just in terms of my like view of the world, what's important to me and what isn't, like how, how I feel about shit, what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, you know, writing one song turned into another song, turned into a bunch, turned into an album concept. And yeah. I decided like, well, there's nothing more important to me right now. There's nothing I feel like talking about, mm-hmm. discussing more than this particular feeling that I have, this, this, this idea of being a dad and looking at the world different. So the entire album takes on that theme. It's a conversation with my daughter, mm-hmm. uh, 10 joints, all with different topics, but all under the umbrella of I'm a dad now. Wow. And so oh, nice. um, I just did a release party in Ottawa a week ago. Um, looking to do something uh, here in Toronto and I'm going back out there for the hip hop food drive and hitting up Montreal so I'm starting to get back on the road again because Mm. of the album Uh, two videos have been released from the album I'm shooting more so this has been my uh, newest and you know biggest thing uh, as far as 2019 is concerned that's what I'm moving on right now yeah yes sir what do you feel your differences in your approach now from the way that you used to approach music back in the days stop caring about bullshit you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, when when I was coming up, like, the Dear Hip Hop era now, right? Like, the last album I put out was the 20th anniversary of Dear Hip Hop. Yeah. And, and it had all of my 90s recordings yeah. on it from the Dear Hip Hop era yeah, that never came out. Because remember, Dear Hip Hop came out on a compilation. Yeah. Right. That, the record that I recorded never really got released. Oh. So, um, a French label called Surgent Records dropped okay. the entire album on vinyl in 2014. It was distributed in Europe and Japan only. Mm. And I decided, well... Now, over here in North America, everyone's streaming, everything is Spotify and all of that. So I'm like, you can Spotify me and you can't hear Dear Hip Hop. That's kind of weird. That's fucked up. So let me re-release the album as a 20th anniversary project. That's what I did. So now it can be streamed everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, on that album is all of my 
90s when I was a teenager raps and every record is about like being desperate to put out a record mm. I had never put out a record before so I got a record called Incarceration which is me talking about being locked up and I'm trying to get out a metaphor for never having put out a record yeah, I got another yeah, yeah. song called Constipated where it's like I just want to drop my shit <laughs> every single concept was like you know I'm dope look at me yeah. I don't have no records out yeah. and I want to put one out so all these years later now to answer your oh, question I just see yeah man like I just see things differently because obviously I've put out records but I've also gone through the grind of this game so mm -hmm. like when you are a teenager and you're thinking about dropping records your mindset is superstar status and fame and all this kind of stuff yeah. and when it doesn't happen I think it separates the real from the not so real I won't say fake because I know mans love hip hop and MCs but the not so real are the ones who go this is too hard for me fuck yeah. it but I looked at the game and said, yo, all that touring, all this video play, all this much music love, all this everybody knows who I am shit, mm -hmm. it doesn't, like, I didn't even have an album out yet. Yeah. And so now I'm working on this shit, trying to maintain some semblance of what I had when I was doing all that stuff. Nobody mm -hmm. signed me. No one was putting me on. I had to put myself on. And how the whole Monolith crew came about is because we were just trying to do shit for ourselves. Yeah. So now I'm in a mindset where I'm not so worried about what the world thinks in terms of whether I'm a star not a star if Just I made it if I doing. didn't make it yeah. you know I get asked a lot of questions about are oh, you feel like yo you know are you upset like you didn't really blow up I'm like that's how I used to think this mm. concept of blowing up my mindset about success is do I wake up every day happy doing what I'm doing yeah and the answer is yes all these years later, I'm still writing, recording, performing. Mm -hmm. I work in the arts and entertainment field as an artist, as an actor, um, as a writer. Yeah. I teach songwriting. So everything I've ever wanted to do, I'm doing. Absolutely. Whether yeah. it's at the level that other people say is successful or not is not my concern. Right. I'm successful because I do what it is I love doing. I've always said I was going to do. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to do music when I was five years old. When Thriller mm. came out, that was it. I'm, I was trying to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. Right up until I discovered hip hop, I thought I was going to be MJ. I discovered hip hop, I decided this was for me, and I've never looked back. Yeah. So no longer caring about what everyone else is saying about what you got to do, what you should do, who's hot, who's not. Yeah. It's very freeing uh, a feeling to be this grown to not care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I made an album about being a dad, and I was like, I wasn't watching who was going to like it or not. I didn't well, you care. Something you just that's what to I'm do. doing. That's yeah. what I'm on right now. Yeah. You don't like it? That's okay. Yeah. Nice. And it feels good yeah. to feel that way. Quick fast now with yeah. the, um, even with what you were mentioning, right? Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, man. The I'm fucking... surprised you're doing the coffin. I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the question. I was <laughs> it's okay. We're uh, celebrating uh, 150, man. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I understand. Like, Good one, too, man. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said five is when you said you wanted to be Michael Jackson and you were going to be an entertainer. Yeah. Mm. So what, how old were you when you wrote your first your first song or your first lyrics? Yeah. Rap lyrics? Any lyrics in general. I was, I was, that's a great question because I can tell you that as a kid, I don't know the age. I could have been maybe seven, uh -huh. eight years old, maybe younger. Mm. As a kid... I was already into music. Like, I remember my, some of my earliest memories are like going to kindergarten class and bringing records for show and tell. Like, I was wow. about the music. Like, I had toys yeah. and stuff. I love my Transformers and my <laughs> D-Man and mm -hmm. my wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was playing my parents' records. 
you know, some of them I still have, like the Bob Marley records. I completed mm. that collection. They had my my dad was Spanish man, but a Clipsonian. I had okay. Byron Lee and the Dragonaires records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then kids records because I was a kid, and that's what my parents bought me. Yeah. And then when Thriller came out, I was like, no, I want that. So that was my first big people's record. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, adults yeah. listen to this. Nan's mine. Up, mine. Yeah. And at home, I play records, man. I never became a DJ, but I was still to this day I'm fascinated by records. Like this is on vinyl. Yeah. Because I love vinyl, and so playing records i would pretend i was a dj or i pretend i was performing and so i would write songs yeah um i would make up albums like that didn't exist and i couldn't draw but i would draw album covers yeah dude i studied this like i would draw uh barcodes i would draw production credits i would write the year and the label that it came out on this is Mm. all make-believe but this is what before I was doing. Before you started a, making music. Long before I started making yeah. music, I was so pretending to make music. Your, this is inbreded in you. Yeah, yeah, man. To this day, like, even as I look at this, I work meticulously with my graphic designer to determine what goes where, what it looks like and stuff. Because mm-hmm. literally from a, a youth, I was doing that. You were already doing it. Yeah. Just yeah. drawing it out because I studied albums. So, like, to me, the streaming you world is... 10,000 hours in. Oh, dog, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. you got your 10000 Oh, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? bro. Like, you would have uh, loved our cake because the, the top... I got me a piece. I know, but I'm saying that <laughs> the actual, when you enjoy it at yes. home, just know that the actual top of it was, was, oh, was a, a vinyl. record dope, It was man. a record. It was what a vinyl. That's one of our logos. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So, um, well, stands to reason, man. Y'all are music guys. Man. I remember right? what I want to ask you now. Okay. Okay, because so you were mentioning all the different things that you were Came like... Came back to that, it. Stoner thoughts. I know, right? Don't let them lose it. <laughs> like all the different things that you started to get into, right? Yeah. Um, like the different ventures beyond hip-hop. Yeah. Right? And I remember I'm watching TV back when I used to watch TV. Okay. And I seen the hop, a Hot Pocket commercial. <laughs> Pizza Pops. Pizza Pops. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, yeah. holy fuck, there's Daniel in the Pizza Pop commercial. Mm-hmm. How did you score that? And then was that the beginning of you starting to transition into getting into the acting and all the yeah, other stuff? Yeah, that was one of my earliest commercials, man. Mm. Um, interesting. Uh, let me tell you, still, <coughs> to this day, one of my biggest paydays, that, that Pizza Pops. Really? Eh? Oh, dude. I got into, first of all, um, similarly to the whole music thing. Music's always been my first love. Right. But my, my brother and I, he also works in entertainment. Um, we loved music and movies. So we would watch a movie and almost start acting it out right away. We'd mm. portray characters. To this day, my brother and I could speak to each other in movie references. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just know we're buffs like that. Yeah. And so it was always an aspiration of mine to act also, but music just sort of took over and became my thing. And then at some point, you know, obviously I'm doing music videos from from Dear Hip Hop up until did some acting in those and then eventually was like you know what let me try this Mm -hmm. now I was a locksman at the time right I had the dreads going so when I started acting as a legit actor with an agent who sent me on auditions so Mm -hmm. that's how I started I got an agent my manager at the time this is 2003 got me an agent agent starts sending me on auditions but based on my look everything was rapper dj mm-hmm. rapper dj so i played a bunch of rappers and a bunch of djs and a bunch of different things yeah. so the pizza pops thing legit that audition was freestyle really come in the audition and free and i lit- literally freestyled my first wow. ever uh commercial what did you freestyle about sorry to interrupt you couldn't, couldn't tell you man okay i don't remember a single freestyle but, but was it like done. a pizza pop related no no i think to the best of my recollection auditioning and audition sometimes i would i would freestyle about the audition mm. tell them you don't want to audition another rapper whatever just yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. you found the right guy whatever talk about them stuff yeah, like for that sure. yeah, because yeah. they wouldn't necessarily be hip-hop people they're auditioning someone for their commercials for the so you just yeah. do something 
funny, trying impressive. Trying to stand out a bit. Yeah. Show them that you're freestyling. Give them a bar that's clear. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. And um, the first time I did that, he might, now he won't kill me for this because he said this before too, but I actually auditioned with Maestro mm. for a radio, sh- I don't know if it was the Pizza Pops or the Radio Shack, but I did a Radio Shack. My first ever commercial was a Radio Shack commercial with okay. Cardinal Official. Yes. And we're alumni battling and each other that. on mm-hmm. a, a basketball court. Radio Shack. And legit, that was the audition, was freestyle. So I did that. I did the Pizza Pops thing. A couple other things. I couldn't even, a Burger King commercial where I was a DJ. Where I didn't have to necessarily DJ, but that was the look. Yeah, I remember that um, one too. Yeah, yeah, so in 2012, uh, no, it was was 2012 when I cut my my dreads. Mm. And then the audition started turning into a whole bunch of other things. And uh, the look is different. The look is different. They can cast you for stuff. I get cast for, you know, a dad and stuff like that or a teacher or whatever. Um, But I'm happy to say that I've been able to continue working in that field as well. Um, And the transition from live on stage to in front of the camera was just very natural. Super easy. Yeah. As um, off the page question. Yeah. As former locksmans, both yeah. of us. Oh, yes, you know that's right. But right. well, you still you have the name still. Yeah, you still have dreads too. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Herc used to have dreads. Yeah, Why did you back. cut yours off? Why? Yeah. There was, a, there was a few reasons. Tell me if this happened to you. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to talk about why I grew them to begin with. Okay. And when I was, when I decided, which actually happened to be around the time, so we're talking about 96 when Dear Hip Hop came out. The following year, I was already growing my hair. I had cornrows for about a year mm-hmm. in 97. Uh, there's two videos that captured it. Just weird hip hop trivia. Anyone catch um, uh, Cardinal Official's On With The Show? Yes. Or Frankenstein's UV, You'll Catch Me, the only two times ever in cornrows. I ended up having this big old afro that I twisted in 98. Mm-hmm. And so the first instances of seeing me with those dreads are in the monolith videos. Okay. Uh, at the top of yes. Plan A. And why I grew them is I started <coughs> thinking about myself or, or, the, or the world really through more spiritual eyes. Um, I had changed my diet. I stopped eating meat in 98. Mm-hmm. I started really, I didn't become a Rasta, but started really uh, learning more about Rastafarianism and the concept of being yeah. pure and all this stuff. And I thought it was in keeping with where I was. My second album was called See No Evil, Hear No Evil, which was just trying to, you know, uh, you know, literally rid myself of like the ills of the world mentally and all that. Yeah. So it was in keeping conscious. with this conscious yeah. idea yeah. of life. And so the locks grew with that world, you know, mm. that way of living in the world. Um, so this is like 98 is when I started locking them up. And there's two main reasons why I cut them. The first one, the, the most honest reason I can give you is, bro, they started looking real bad, guy. Mm. <laughs> they just didn't look so good. If, so another piece of video trivia for you. So my first ever video with my group, Perfect Strangers, shout out to Promise, mm-hmm. is called Ghetto. And in the video, my, my locks are, I mean, I had them down to like ass level. <laughs> and so they were ponytailed. And what was happening to me, I don't know if this happened to you guys or other locksmans out there, but they were growing. Thankfully, I wasn't going bald. But mm. they were growing away from my ears, like the sides were getting thin. Yeah. So sometimes a thin ass dread would be like, yo, this is going to fall off. So I take a next one and lock <laughs> yeah. them together. And so up. I started having like an un, not on purpose, you know, low sides. And like I had a dread hop going on. Is yeah, what happened. Yeah. Okay? I remember that. You know what I'm saying? And so I remember after watching the ghetto video, the video's done now. I'm watching it and I'm Don't like, yo, me. man, this, this is, is that how I look? Because I started looking at next Lockmans, you know, balding dreads. You watch your music video. Receiving dreads. Yeah. Now I'm watching the music you video going. The variations. Now I'm, now I'm looking at myself the way I look at other guys with bad right, looking you. locks. And right, I said, yo, you. 
That can't work. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. So, um, and it was funny because Promise is like, yo, I thought you meant to do that. Don't you shave the sides on purpose? I'm like, nah. Like, so that's the impression I'm giving. So I said, you know what, man? So this is what I wanted to ask you. When I did have dreads, mm-hmm. I actually had a lot of dreams, legit dreams, where in the dream, I would lose the dreads or I'd get a haircut or something would happen to them. Right. And like every single dream, I'd wake up, like I'd check to see if they were still there. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because mm-hmm. I was like dreads for life. Yeah, I had, I had a similar The dream started changing. The dream yeah. started changing. I'm a little bit of a neat freak. We're at home and I tie it, clean and tidy. I'm always, you know, my personal hygiene, always washing up. And I started having dreams that were like, making me feel like I wasn't clean anymore. You know, I don't know. It was just weird. It was like yeah, it became mentally yeah, like yeah. they weren't looking good, so I guess I wasn't feeling good about them. So now in the dreams, I was starting to cut my hair and realizing I felt better about myself. Mm-hmm. So that plus the acting career thing made yeah. me go, I think it's time. Yeah. It was also, uh, I was also transitioning the way I felt about my whole music career too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So without going any furtherly, Furtherly, that's not a word. In the long way, I'm high too. It's our secondhand highness. (laughs) Furtherly. And then try not to get too long winded, which I tend to do. I decided it was the right time for those personal and professional reasons. And uh, yeah, shit, that makes it eight years January. Wow. Which is crazy. Wow. Which is crazy. But um yeah it's it's helped my acting career and it's obviously set me on a new path and so and i have them i don't know about you guys i have mine yeah i have mine i have have one (laughs) yeah i kept them in a a (laughs) i have mine wrapped up in a towel yeah mine's mine's in a (laughs) ziploc my daughter thinks it's so weird shout shout out to all the people the locks out yeah man like literally i'm that attached to them like i can't just let these go no they're a part of your life i made that decision but i can't let them go yeah i'm glad i'm not alone i feel the same way i still have mine yeah man that took a while, bro. No, that. No, it's like, an accomplishment. I grew yeah. mine. I grew mine for like I think it was ten years wow. at least. Yeah, like. And mine was thirteen, I think. Oh six. Mine was about eight. Oh yeah. six wow. is when I cut yeah. mine. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it wasn't an easy decision. No, but, it wasn't. When I got to it, you know, I I just knew. Yeah, that was right. Oh six. Um, like crazy. Mine. Monolith talk. Can we have some monolith talk? We always gotta have monolith talk, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're part of the, the legendary monolith. You know Respect, what I'm saying? Man. I'm appreciative that people feel that way. It's it's our version of a Wu Tang clan and more because there's more members than Wu Tang. How many members were in the monolith? Tally. You know what? That's always been an interesting question because mm. the answer has always been hard to determine. Yes. There was a time when Monolith was MCs, DJs, um, graffiti artists, like shouts to Duro the Third, who oh, was yeah. part of it, my man Case, like those were our graph artists. Um, if you were a producer, MC, or DJ, a graph artist, you were part of the crew. Um, it formed from two crews. So quick history. Um, in North Scarborough, we were the Lyrical Coalition. In South Scarborough, there was the Horde. The Horde was Corey D's, Black Cat, Nish Rocks, those hey, men. Lyrical Coalition was like myself and Spider-Man, now Parker, Grimace Love, um, Charisma, mm. you know, those cats. So we um, met each other and somewhere in and around 94, Lyrical Coalition and the Horde formed one, what we called one rock, okay. mono monolith and then one rock records was a label so we formed Mm. two crews into one and um it ended up being that like there were several groups within the group like even me and spy were partners and grimace we all had like little groups and irs irs was a group too irs was part of monolith yeah yeah they're part of monolith and black hat they're part of the horde the horde becoming that's what i was saying yeah 
And so I think Corey uh, um, deserves credit for naming us Monolith. And then when we became a crew, there was upwards of about 30 dudes at a certain time. And um, I told the story recently over someone who reminded me about it. We actually held our own personal... um, a tryout mm. because by 30 dudes to be yeah. real certain mans are like they're not bad they're but okay. you, you want to str- you, you know if you we're going to do this yeah. let's do this so we actually held our own personal tryout talent show in Charisma's basement and it was literally press play on a tape and and perform to be and we had a, to be in the crew That's and we crazy. had anonymous votes so so you wrote a check or an x on Almost a piece like of a paper black mm. That's what it was long before you know American wow. Idol and stuff So <laughs> Monolith <I'm>, Idol <laughs> Yeah bro We had Monolith Idol join the Monolith crew This is what you got to do Yeah <laughs> all right That's So sick. so literally the guys who became the Monolith that people really got to know like the the crew with the Put out music, the videos are. We we voted each other in. Mm. Um, so yeah, and so today I think we legitimately look at the monolith as. Um, I think there's twelve uh, official members. One of them has passed on. God bless Destro. Yes. Uh, so bless. eleven living members of Monolith officially. Mm. You know, but everyone's family. Like we got. But it's you know, but that's why I say the number is always hard because yeah. most people know Monolith as the group who performed together as hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. When Monolith was so much more than just the rap group, yeah. you know. So to this day, we remain family. Track nine on um, the day it all changes called "Family Stays," and it's mm. all about Monolith and the whole song references people always going what's going on with you guys you guys gonna get back together i'm like we ain't never broke up like that's my family like in the song i mentioned like i'm godfather to two of the youths you know in the crowd i've I've emceed their weddings uh you know i've introduced black cat to his wife like we're still dude on the way here mans are arguing on facebook not facebook on whatsapp about this album and that and when are we holding (laughs) the chris kringle Yeah, yeah Monolith Chris Kringle is what we can't decide on the date. Like, man's our family. <laughs> so nice. I'm proud to say that that's the case nice. with the crew. When it comes and, to, uh, and dudes are still doing their thing. Yeah, when it comes yeah, to hip-hop for me with Monolith, it, it, it did introduce me to the graffiti. Right? Yeah. There were some videos where you guys had the graffiti murals in the back. Yeah, that was very purposeful. And, like, I remember riding trains like from here yeah, from down from from bishop from dundas yeah, yeah. i won't lie i skipped a couple of classes <laughs> and rode the train down to we jumped on the lrt and all of them saying this to go see these graffiti spots yeah, man. that they were in the videos that you guys were around like yo that was in the video right there yeah you know, and we were like yeah for real and we used to do that you yeah. know what i'm saying and like, that was a big part of me getting introduced to like the graffiti side That's and the dope. djing side yeah. of hip-hop because mostly most people just rap yeah, yeah. it wasn't like you said, how you have Duro three and Case, yeah. I think that was the name. Case, That's right. Yeah, in the in doing their graffiti, right? Yeah. And it, not back then it was like, oh, you would see graffiti. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have the artist and them and the DJ, everyone one yeah. time. So we were fortunate. We were very proud of that to have those men as part of the crew. You know, they're just Scarborough dudes. They were just a part of the team, mm-hmm. you know. And so for a long time, and this is in the uh, Dear Hip Hop video, we had that monolith Seven Dwarfs graffiti yeah. set up and, uh, you know, became sort of a staple in Scarborough. If you were riding the RT, you would see it. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. I, I, I would go to see it. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I told you about the, um, the, so the 20th anniversary album is actually called Dear Hip Hop 20 Years Later. Okay. And there's a record called 20 Years Later that I eventually did the video for and we go back and we visit all the locations where we shot near hip-hop and all the graph is gone all gone so that's probably something else now it's just it's just it's just a gray wall 
Oh wow! Oh, so there's like, but is there like another building, or it's the same building? It's the exact same building. Mm-hmm. So anybody out there wants a YouTube, uh, twenty years later, Danny out, um, you'll see it. And because oh, we go wow. back there, like it's a, it's, it's, and it's that's sort of the concept of the song too. Because twenty years later, mm. I'm talking to hip hop again. Like I still feel the same, but man, you know, lots, lot, switched, lot has changed. Yeah. And 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 it, it it worked out. We shot the video a year ago, so it was cold. Dear Hip Hop Video Summer. You know what I mean? So the mm. whole essence, everything's changed. It's like not the same now. And it's not to say that things are sad, but things have changed because when we discuss hip hop today, it's so interesting. Every time I get asked about hip hop and the state of hip hop and how do you think hip hop, I go, there's, there's two ways to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about hip hop, the culture, or are you talking about hip hop, the, the music, music genre yeah. that we're going to discuss who's hot on the charts or who's selling or who's got the most whatever views streams whatever the thing is that yeah. makes people cool now the yeah. Word or whatever yeah because hip hop um as a culture you know um there's there's much that we could talk about like there's still a strong battle scene there's still DJs there are graph artists and there's b-boys and oh. b-girls so so I think hip hop that's covering all of this and stuff. there's a lot exactly and also the internet has become sort of the new underground in mm. that you know you're able to get access to music that you may otherwise never have heard of so for MCs. artists absolutely artists from other countries graph artists so from me, other countries you can discover one, them let me stop you for one second because mm. you said something poignant with the internet yeah right what do you feel like as far as because you've been in the game for a while yeah how do you feel about the internet and what it's brought to the game? Like, continue on that internet point there. Yeah. It's sort of like a hate-love relationship, man. I think when it first really started popping off as this, like, this new uh, medium, mm-hmm. um, there was a part of it that cheesed me because I'm old school like that. There's a reason why I still press a limited amount of CDs and vinyl. Right. Especially the vinyl, right? Because there's something very hip-hop about that. And yeah. there are certain heads who are like... I'm about that vinyl. Like, I'd be releasing music and, and I'd be like, yo, I'd hear people going, um, is it on vinyl? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so it's interesting because you have people who are still about that. The flip side to that is the internet has become our new uh, distribution. You know, back in the day when I released a record, I would sign, if it was a licensing deal or whatever it was, it'd be like, it would explain your territory. Right. And your territory was usually just Canada. You would be lucky to get a t- contract that said Canada and the United States. Mm-hmm. Now everything is, wor- every contract is worldwide. Yeah. Because streaming is such that anyone on the planet can hear it. When right. I dropped this album, my cousins in Spain were like, yo, I love the new album. Right away. I didn't have to ship it to them yeah. like my dad used to. God bless them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, So that's the hate love part of it. It's like, I'm old school enough to still love you know those those records I used to draw as a kid. Yeah. Now I'm making them for real. Um, but I love the fact that literally anyone can and hear my music, uh, watch my videos. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, listen, we grew up in the much music era, right? Yeah. I was that kid sitting in front of the TV with the VCR ready to record the video if it was a dope one, mm-hmm. hoping it'd be a dope one. Yeah. Oh, this was on last week, man. <laughs> you, you know those ones. Got your tape queued up, ready. You got the mm-hmm. tape queued up. Yeah, bro. And, and, and a thing with, yo, this people going to laugh if they notice this shit. But, I, you know, you watch Rap City and, like, say the new, name your favorite, whatever, man. New Kane, De La, Public, and some, some would come and you'd miss it. Like, oh, fuck. Well, it repeats tonight still. So yeah, I'd wait up. Yeah, because I'm up, taping it, You have guys. to stay up to complete the tape. Yo, yeah. bro, I have tapes spanning from 88 to 04. Wow. VHSs. Yo, you should full. get those converted. 
You should get those converted. But they're all almost everything's on YouTube anyway. Doesn't matter. You should still get it converted. Although you're probably right. There are some stuff you should still get some stuff that I probably probably, find some gems out there. And even other than gems, these are probably interviews also. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. There's plenty of interviews. Classic interviews out there that probably like there's plenty of interviews. And that's brand new content. But the the point that I'm making is as cool, Mm -hmm. maybe as fun. In retrospect, it was just a different way of uh, uh, of uh, consuming music and video. Yeah. Because now, literally anything, I'm going to pull out my phone and show you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I forget. I'll be telling someone something. I'll be like, hold on a second. I'll just show it to you. I forgot yeah. that I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a benefit to that. You don't have to sit and wait for my video on Rap City. Because when we used to do videos, we'd submit them in hopes they would, get on. They would play it. Yep. And I remember there was such thing as like heavy rotation, medium rotation, light rotation. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember what it was called when they would only play you on Rhapsody. Yeah. If you're a hip hop artist, you're not going to play anywhere else except this show. Urban rotation or something. Or something like that. Yeah. So you hoped people were tuning in. Yeah. And now it's like, but it's funny too, because even though it's cool that people have access to literally anything I do, mm-hmm. That any of us do. Yeah. Um, we're doing a podcast right now, right? Like mm-hmm. this is that's the amazing side of it. We yeah, can do yeah, this. This is our own shit. We're not waiting to hope we get interviewed. Yeah, I, yeah, so yeah. that's the beauty of it. Um, but at the same time, it's created a new sense of um, like acceptance. In other words, there are give you an example. There are um, grant applications mm-hmm. that you can fill out now. I'll, I'll spare the names of all the bodies that give grants to artists that are asking how many Instagram followers you have, mm. how many YouTube subscribers do you have, how many Twitter this and other. So that's become the I'll new how cool are you? Yeah. So all of this, Daniel's got a hit or a classic, or you've been in the game, da 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 da. You've done this. Doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Because as I say on my new album, I'm not that social media savvy. Yeah. Or beast with these raps, but these people keep treating me badly. I'm fiending to grab the attention of more than a thousand views in my first week, but it hurts me like as if Jesus has stabbed me. Because I'm not a views man. Mm. <laughs> I don't I haven't mastered that I'm not you know what I mean like yeah. so oh it's dope it's this and that this is the new so I hate and love it it's a love hate relationship like I'm glad to have it but if people are gonna look at my views and judge it and didn't press play yet that's a problem yeah. you're gonna go to my Spotify account yo that's, that's funny I have put in so much work into Spotify I never even thought of Spotify before before this album I didn't realize how much it was a social media app I didn't realize how much I can create uh, links to my Instagram Facebook and Twitter through Spotify Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my listeners from last album to this went from 600 to 2800 yeah. And then back down to a thousand, and I'm like, "How does this work?" Yeah. I'm still learning, mm-hmm. yeah. legitimately still learning this. So it's kind of a weird, like I said, love hate, man. It's, it's dope, and then it's like it's a double edged sword, basically. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because if people are judging me on that versus press and play, yeah. still, still got some barriers to overcome. Um, that's how it works. You had a question? No, go ahead. Last couple questions I have for you here. Yeah, man. Or not last couple, but yeah. second to last couple. Have you ever been starstruck? Plenty of times. Who? I'm still that guy. Um, I, I'm starstruck in a new way now where it's like, don't be a corny loser, you know, you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, as far as like having met someone yeah. personally, because yeah. I've met a lot, I've met a lot of people like, 
Sade is one of my favorite artists of oh, all time, okay. and I've been to two of her concerts. I never mm. met her, though. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I've never met her. Right. But I can tell you, when I saw Drake's Instagram with her, I wanted to kill the guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, why does this guy have to do everything I've ever wanted in life? This is what a joke that that's just exists in my mind only. Oh. If in 90-something, you told me, hey, man, a couple decades from now, a man's from Toronto... Light skin man's mm-hmm. starts with a letter D, five letters in his name. He's gonna be the biggest superstar in the world. I'd have been doing cartwheels, you know what I'm saying? But uh, all jokes aside, um, do right and kill everything. Yo, yo, man! Shouts to him though for doing it up. But um, yeah, that's a that's a good question because I don't know if the word is starstruck as much as um just. Like I'm in awe still. Like mm. you know what I mean? And like I've met. Uh, outside of here, I met Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Like I've interviewed mm, Hulk Hogan. Like Hulkster. I, yeah, like some you some people. Hulk just, Hogan. Yeah, I did a podcast called The O Show for six years, and the O <clears throat> the O Show. And uh, yeah, man, for, yeah for for T H A the O Show. If yeah, you Google yeah, it, there yeah, yeah, might yeah. be some remnants of it out there. I'm gonna um, look for that. I've interviewed Hogan, Booker T, Mass, you you name it, so Mick Foley. Wrestling, it's wrestling so, based. Yeah, and I met him too. Um, Fuck so, hip hop, man. That shit is well, yeah, well, it, that shit, that shit is a big deal. It, it's funny that I didn't bring that up when you asked me about the Raw thing because, mm. um, yeah, my love for wrestling uh, became. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> became the show with my boy uh, Big Daddy Donnie. Shouts to him mm-hmm. who uh, was it's part of the business for a long time. On my first album, The Book of Daniel, I do a song called Corrida de Toros, Bullfight, and I represent the music industry is, I'm fighting the music industry, yeah, and so right. that's the concept of the song. So the concept of the video was pro wrestling. So I trained as a pro wrestler with an organization called the AWF, who at the time, they were also know, they had trained Trish Stratus, mm. Edge, people like that. You All Canadians. Sometimes? I had dreads, yeah. There's so, a video of you wrestling yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, when you talk about it, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. Yeah. You know, when you're like, yeah. <laughs> when you go and rewatch it. Came back to him in a second. I wasn't a tag team, but I was. Re- but there was like a gauntlet. The industry was like three or four guys. Yes. And so, if you watch that video close, you'll see that I'm legit wrestling. Like, there's no stand-in, yeah, no double. Yeah, yeah. Because I trained. And they liked, because I told you, me and my brother watch movies. Same thing with wrestling. My brother and I wrestle to this day if we get a chance. <laughs> so when I was training, they're like, yo, you know what you're doing. Now I'm smaller than everybody else, yeah. but I could take what's called bumps. So I'm taking bumps. Yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, he knows. He knows. So I took bumps. So after the video now, AWF is like, yo, let's let's do some stuff. So I guested as, I started managing. I was a manager. Sick. Yeah, in their shows. Full into the wrestling thing. Fully. And That's then when I started so doing the O Show, uh, I started interviewing guys. I started doing commentary. So mm. I would, for a while, I was a, I had a lot of fun being you a heel like, commentator. Um, On the independent scene, Danny O was a heel uh, commentator. And then I turned wow. into a heel manager. You're like R.I.P. Bobby Valent. Um, no, Bobby Heaton. Bobby Heaton. Absolutely. Bobby Heaton. I took pages out of his, but I couldn't come close to him. Mm. But I remember one of my favorite calls. Uh, was uh, I was working for? Oh, I feel bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up the name of the company. They're in Hamilton. We used to do shows in Hamilton, and as a the LWF, maybe um, there was a show where you know the the the, the heel wrestler, the bad guy was was. Uh, cheating because his manager was helping pull like his opponent or whatever mm. and the the 
the play-by-play guy was like, oh, what is he doing? That, that's a disqualification right there because he was holding the man and yeah, like yeah, by yeah, the yeah, hand yeah, pulling yeah, him, yeah. right? And I go, are you kidding? He's just congratulating him on having a great match. Like <laughs> ridiculous shit that yeah. Bobby Heaton would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to channel that. And it was fun being a bad guy, honestly, because yeah. I was a good guy first. The bad guy shit is fun because I'd come in the ring mm. and then I'd just freestyle, not rap shit, but like shit on the audience and they'd boo me and stuff and it was yeah, really it's a lot of fun man so, so I did that for a good juices. chunk of time so what was your I would have to say eight year old wrestling fan inside telling you like yo this has to be amazing like that uh, this yeah. is big time like, you know yeah it was one of those feelings like I mentioned before like when I was a when I wanted to be Michael Jackson as a five year old mm-hmm. my assumption at the time was if you're gonna make music you can become a superstar mm-hmm. as opposed to understanding that I'm so in love with doing this it's not about becoming a superstar. It's making a living every day. It's just getting up and working on something that you want that to do. That you love to do. Too. So the yeah. wrestling thing, uh, listen, I wanted to be a Blue Jay. That didn't work out, but I still play softball. I'm yeah. in a league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, So yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah, given yeah. up on my dreams. I just recognize the direction they need to go in. Yeah, so yeah. as a as a wrestling fan, you know, I, trust me, I'm... I'm mayhem. I made up that name a long time ago, bro. And I'll, I'll tell you what, and, and I'm still mayhem if I fight my brother on some TV. Mayhem's giving it to him, folks. I commentate and fight at the same time. <laughs> you got the wrestling voice, the, the you, commentator oh, voice. Oh, yeah. Down. You know it. So what's the, age be, so the difference between you and your brother? Three years. Three years, okay, okay. Yeah. So here's how it happened. So we used to watch wrestling in my brethren's house. And um, so when it's all related. When LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out came out, uh, and there's a line in the record where he goes, Destruction, terror, <laughs> and mayhem, give me a, saucy, a sissy soft sucker, I slay him. So w- the tag team was Destruction. Mm-hmm. He was terror. I was mayhem. Uh, so we would, we pause tape. This is how old school we are. We pause tape that song. You know what pause tapes are. So our ring music was destruction, terror, and mayhem. Destru- it was offbeat, offbeat as hell. Destruction, terror, and mayhem. So to this day, man is mayhem. And so, but I but I never used mayhem on the circuit because I came into it first as Daniel the rapper. So oh, you can man. actually Spotify this. You get this is good. <laughs> is this a first? I don't know if it made no, man no. is cr- he cries when he, when he laughs. Okay, he okay, cries. good. My humor. Is, I'm happy to know that I got you. My man. humor makes me People cry. Living eye water. Yes, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> so watch this. Oh, so what this ended up turning into. So to answer your question, it was a, it was a joy because we're not talking about WWF WWE, yeah. but yes, I was in a ring and getting thrown around and stuff, mm. and that kind of was my own little dream come true and I made that happen another really cool thing that happened 10 years ago was the Osho released a compilation album Mm -hmm. which I wrote and performed most of it's it's both hip hop and rock records which are all entrance themes legitimate entrance themes for professional wrestling and one of my proud moments is y'all know Gangrel uh, the vamp from the brood so um (laughs) My man knows. Fucking gutty so, guts. on the independent scene, on the independent scene, he's known as, uh, shout out to Gangrel, known as a Vampire Warrior on the, to this day, on the um, uh, independent scene. Mm-hmm. So, the Broods entrance music, so you'll know what I'm talking about, yeah. had this dirty beat, almost my favorite shit. Mm-hmm. So, I wrote a, a song to it. 
Ooh. and gave it to Gangrel. Mm. And he loved it and started using it on the independence. Sick. And then when we were doing the album, I said, well, that's the WWE's music. I can't use it. So we remade it. And so the song is called Fangin' and Bangin', mm-hmm. the Vampire Warriors theme. Hey. And it's out. It's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's part of an album called Oblivion, the indie wrestling album. And ha- about half of the tracks mm-hmm. I rap in and the other songs are all, like I said, these are, these are songs yeah. that wrestlers, some of them still use to go to the ring today. Yeah. Wow. So my connection to the game is like <laughs> yeah. facts. Yeah. Um, facts. New info. This guy's go. mind is blown right now. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, go Spotify it. Gusty Gusty is like, well, that's like jamming to some of this shit like Yeah. Oh um, shit. Okay, I'm gonna take a quick direction change right here. Yeah. Right? Um because we're getting to you know, we we could be here all the Oh, I know, I know, I know. And this is a question that, you know, We've been asking our guest for like almost two years now. When I think about it, okay, right? We're getting mm-hmm. near, getting close. Yeah, n- yeah, getting close to two years now, right? You we're know with what? it being that that zip plug, that uh, yeah, plastic container, man. I want one of them cookies. Yeah, yeah those are looking good still. <laughs> I think that might be the okay. So yeah, with this year being a crazy year, right? Yeah. Like our city. Yeah. It's getting a reputation. For sure. Like I go other places and people are like, "Oh, you live in Toronto? Yes. Your hurt is violent out there." Right? Wow. And I'm sure well, that kind of reputation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're seeing a shooting on the news all the fucking time, yeah. every day almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, RIP to one of our our uh, our, our late you know, a guest that recent we had lately, guest. recent guest, um Less than 10 Steno, episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? He was here with Sorry? A, a guest named Steno, who was oh, here man, with um um one of our um former guests, Tizzy Stacks. And like it's just been a crazy two years since we've been doing this show, mm-hmm. almost three years that we've been doing this show, right? Mm-hmm. But especially over the last two years. My question to you is, what do you feel that we can do to bring down the way that the gun violence has been going into our... I wish I had an answer that would lead to a solution for sure. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. I could wave a magic wand, bro. Like, you know, I've been caught out there on, like, social media shitting on guns and gun violence and American culture as it relates to gun violence. Yeah. You know, right-wing politics, Donald Trump. I shit on all that stuff. All uh, I shouldn't say all the time, but often enough that I get into heated shit with people and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm, I'm wasting my time because right. people's mindsets are stuck. And I think, unfortunately, there are certain mindsets in this city that are stuck. And that is, I think, to maintain a certain rep, to be part of whatever crew, gang, squad, or whatever you're part of. There's a certain self-worth people get from the wrong places. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I told you I did songwriting workshops. I've been doing songwriting workshops almost 14 years now. I've been in and out of high schools all over wow. the GTA. I've been to community centers. I've been to, to juvenile detention centers and jails and taught hip hop. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm realizing is becoming more prevalent now than when I started, and mm-hmm. definitely when I was in high school, is the lack of give a shit. A lot of kids don't give a shit. A and I'm not just talking shit. about... Yeah. They're grades. I've d- I never thought I would enter a class, especially a class with black kids, mm-hmm. and, and felt hip-hop was so uncool. Mm. They don't care. So if we have, we, we, we've been in a lot, and I, when I say they don't care, this is not all students. This is certainly not all youth. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talent yeah. out there. There's a lot of smart, uh, head-on-their-shoulders kids. It's more than before, though. But I'm seeing a, a, a stronger showing of youths who don't care. Now, I've talked to some of the teachers about this, and I'm like, what do you think it is? Yeah. It's a mix of what I think is at the top of the list, um, either poor slash absent parenting. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, some of these teachers blame social media. I talked earlier about people placing their worth and views and likes and comments and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you mix the two and you're getting your validation from nonsense versus true validation from your family and people who are supposed to your care peers. about you, yeah. you start giving a shit about yourself only in the way that others do. So in other words, if only knuckleheads are rolling with you, mm-hmm. then you're going to be, ju- you, that's where you get your validation from. So mm-hmm. it ain't about the grades that I'm getting because no one's rating me on that. Yeah. But if I have to shoot a man who looks at me wrong because my bridges them are telling me that these guys can't, you know what I mean, they can't come around, whatever, all of a sudden my self-worth comes from doing dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, and you don't yeah. see it as dumb shit because you don't even care what people say. Now, I'm, I'm basing this on what I've come to understand working with youth for over the past decade, talking to teachers, talking to parents, and seeing what I'm seeing on the mm. news because I don't know what other reason there would be to want to take a life to to care so little about life because you to 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 want to take a life you have to care very little about your own okay you have to there are things in this world i've wanted to do that i haven't done because i know better and i know what that's gonna how it's gonna come back on me yeah I got a child to think about. Of course. You think about consequences. You think about what you want out of life. Where are you trying to go? And if this decision is going to help me get there or is going to deter from it. And when you don't care, if you think you're not going anywhere. I've took, I've taken kids aside and asked them. Like, you have to legit just like, dude, why are you fucking around? Like, you know, you can't talk to them like a teacher would. Yeah. And they'll tell you straight. It's like, well, I don't care. These, they just think I'm some nigga. They, they, you see how little they think of themselves yeah. because they base their worth on how little they believe others think of them. Mm-hmm. So who's giving you love? Who's showing you props? Or if they still use that word, yeah. like, like dummies. Clout. Like, no disrespect, but I'm just saying some of these, they just have nothing going on for themselves and they get their validation from that. So shooting a man's in a mall like Aidia is somehow... It's a soft thing. A thing. To, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's a thing to do. It's a thing to do. Yeah. You know, so I think the answer to the question is we have to grow the self-worth of our youth. Mm. We have to, I believe so strongly in the programs that I do. This is why I'm so anti all these cuts to arts programs and stuff because it's over and above teaching hip hop or teaching whatever the art is. It's about giving kids a sense of self-worth. I can't tell you how many workshops I've done and I've talked to youths who go, nah man, I can't do that or I I suck at that or I'm not good at, a week, two weeks, yeah, three weeks yeah, in, yeah. they're like, yo, they're coming in, they want a battle man. It's like, yo, I wrote a verse, yo, this shit is hot. Because they've learned something. They've also learned that hip-hop, which is what I teach. I can't speak for other teachers, but they also know that it requires work. I've done workshops where on day one, man's is like, yo, I want to jump in the studio, dog. But they... they I'm like, you're not studio ready. That's mm. why I'm here. Let's work on this. I've heard, I've had certain mans fall off like they, it's too hard for them. And then you find others who are like, yo, they see something in themselves yeah. that they didn't see before. Now they see they're worth something greater than they thought they were. And they feel confident now. They feel proud of themselves. They hear their voice in the studio back. They hear playback. They see, they say, oh, there's, all of a sudden it's like they get a new understanding of what you could be if someone else showed you to give a shit about yourself yeah and i think we need more people more programs and and just an overall culture strengthened in our city that's helping these youth think better about themselves Mm, for sure because when you think you ain't shit then you act like you ain't shit yeah yeah, and you don't care about anybody else because they ain't shit either it's all up here man and yeah Danny in the motherfucking building man yeah man you're dropping the drills um real talk what do you got coming up next? 
Um, excited to say that in addition to the third single and video from uh, The Day It All Changed, which is called Lil Molina Say, it's a track I have with my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited for that to drop in the new year. I also have a brand new <coughs> single coming out on 5-inch vinyl in Japan. So I want to oh, shout shit. out my Japanese people. Um, yeah, vinyl's uh, big over there. They are hip-hop. <laughs> like, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just dropped a record called... Uh, uh, one of the many remixes, Dear Hip Hop, Return to Sender, the remix, uh, DJ, um, uh, sorry, producer, Amu track, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, mm -hmm. uh, just dropped that, the B-side is Matthew Vision by Mathematics, so these are Japanese remixes on, 5-inch vinyl is like the size of a CD, it's crazy, yeah, and so I'm doing a new um, double-sided vinyl with Sky the Cooking Jacks, who's mm. a producer out there, so, is it smaller than a 45? It's smaller than a 45. Wow. 45s are 7 inches. These are 5 inches. They look like CDs. Yeah, wow. yeah you can, but they're vinyl. Um, so I got a double-sided single cool. coming out in Japan. I'll still be pushing um, the uh, this album. Uh, my next two dates are December 13th and 14th in Ottawa and Montreal for the okay. Hip Hop Food Drive. Shout out to my man Dynamic yes. and uh, the Bring Your A-Game team for putting that on. Mm -hmm. um, I'm shooting for a show called Hotel Paranormal next week. And nice. I'm in two new commercials, wow. one for Remax, one for Freshco. So <laughs> I'm keeping busy. Dope, dope, That's dope, all dope, coming dope, soon. Dope, dope. Danny in the motherfucking yeah, building. Yeah, I mean... That's a blessing. I want to hold you for a quick moment. Yeah. We have something called Smoke and Mirrors. Smoke weed every day. Oh, oh, yeah. The tea is exceptionally good today. All right, they use that shit without our consent. Well, once it's public, once it's out there publicly... But still, the way they chopped it up, I had my family looking at me like, I said, yo, my, my <laughs> fucking girlfriend's <laughs> uncle said, yo, Whoa, I, I didn't call the two-two tips. I'm like, they're not looking for me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were on the news, yeah, that was funny. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's get to our smoke and mirror session here. And, we, and um, we had a very, very dope interview. We got Roadrunner in the motherfucking building. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And El Nino in the motherfucking building. Big El Nino. Big Stepper. Big Nino. Hey. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey. Big Stepper. Well, for the people who are just tuning in, our Smoke and Mirror segment, that's like where we talk about like weekly news, hip-hop shit, um, local stuff, you know, that's going on in, you know, the world. You know what I mean? So... There's a couple of things here that um that were floating around here. Let me find a news story here. Okay, growing number of young people can't afford to leave home. Toronto is tops the stats in Canada. They're saying what unaffordable rent and shit. Unaffordable news rent. From statistics Canada showing the number of Canadians living alone is at its highest. One second here. Let me put the uh, let me put the audio here for this here from the news story. Rent basically, you know, it's too expensive. It was the most common type of household, according to the 2016 census. Solo dwellers making up 28% of all households in Canada. Meanwhile, owning a home or condo here in Toronto has never been more difficult for a young person. Perhaps that's why the figures also show that more young adults are choosing to live with mom and dad. Jeez. And when it comes to Canadian cities, Toronto tops the list for that one. I have to stay with a family member now because... To be quite honest, being able to afford anywhere around here is just uh, unfeasible and impossible nearly. 
He's 29, about to start school at Seneca College and still living with his grandma. He's trying to make the best of it. Perino Siolan says sky-high Toronto rents keep him car bloating and close to home. Good company. So, yeah, so they're saying that now Toronto is because the prices of, of rent and all that is so fucking sky-high Yeah, that like... 28% of motherfuckers are like staying home rather than going out. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, happening. I it. It's expensive, man. What do y'all think? What do y'all... Bro, to be honest, I've been out in places where like, like, I've been, I've been, I've, like I've traveled, right? Mm. Like in Canada and like I know people who live in the bush, you feel me? Yeah. And like people who live out in Sudbury here, there. Bro, I know people that bought their, that bought their houses for a 120, like... 110 you feel yeah. me yeah. 130 so it's nice like house. when they give me, yeah nice houses bro it's just we're so accustomed to living in the city that we can't think of living out there but those people when they think about the city they're like bro i don't know how you guys live there bro like yeah like you feel it's me facts. it's crazy yeah. You know, there's people buying houses for dirt cheap, man. Like, you feel me? Mm -hmm. There's people, if you go out in North Bay, they're, they're giving you land. Like, they're, they're, they're telling you, here's a piece of land. You just got to build something here within a year, you feel me? Say where? Like, they want people to move out there, man. Like, there's, pe like, you, there's nobody out there, right? Mm. They want people to move out there. You see, that's a whole other fucking conversation right there because mm -hmm. he, the guy who has land or the man who has land is king as mm -hmm. they say you know, exactly you know what i'm saying exactly it's like it's interesting for for myself right like i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a landlord myself right but i was blessed at the same time in montreal where where i got my tenants the price of living is way lower like the average apartment over here in toronto in downtown you're talking about 18 1700 maybe Two thousand a month I for a one bedroom. I yeah. seen a thing earlier today where it was a news lady talking about how she's homeless. Oh shit! I seen that. And mm. she can't afford her rent because the shit went up like from what was she saying sixteen hundred. It went up like nine bills. Tw yeah, nine to twenty six hundred. Basically, twenty six hundred dollars a month. She couldn't wow. afford it. She's like, yo, I'm couch surfing right now. Yeah, she's yeah. working. She's, an, act, she's working on news, you know. Yeah. She's like, well, first it was already sixty percent of my paycheck to pay my rent, yeah. which was fine because I'm, you know, downtown Toronto, you know. She's on TV. Now she's like, I can't even afford my rent. Because after what ninety one, you build something up now, yeah. you can charge whatever you want. Basically, no real rent control. It shows you you can be so, on TV and still broke. The girl, the, the girl said, "I can't afford it right now. I'm couch surfing," or she said, "House sitting," or something like that. She needs to find herself a man. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> 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 the Migos. <laughs> I remember we were talking about Offset last week, but the Migos have their own Popeye specials. No way. Yeah, That's man. lit. Is that <laughs> so for real, Flor? Real talk. <laughs> we got to move to the States, yo. Oh, so but it's, it stays out there. It's not coming to Canada. I, I don't know. I don't know. We, you know, we might, be, we might need to make the request. So the That's Migos good. get their own menus, um, items at Popeye's. Migos have been under, uh, on the chart <laughs> for recent years. Um, but now they find themselves on their most unexpected place yet, a Popeye's menu. But no, but they were already on, they had the, that chips, the hip-hop chips. Chips or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rap snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Rap snacks. Yeah. I think Lil Pump had one or something like that. Right? They had that already. Rap snacks. They had that already. Right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think that's still there, though. I think it's like they're doing to make this money and it's yeah, working. You yeah. feel me? You know, like. If it makes money, why not, right? Like, exactly. If you can make money off 
chips and and Popeyes and shit like that. Like yeah. you're living, man. You feel me? Real. That's what I'm saying. Like they they look what was going on with Popeyes already with the sandwich. <laughs> now they're gonna get oh, Migos yeah. a, a a menu item. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. 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 They're really trying to. They yeah, really they want these people back in there. Yo, yeah. Yo, and then they say they they flipping them chickens. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Okay, so all right, I'm gonna give you all the, the list of the names of the the this menus, and then I want to know what y'all menu items would be if you had a Popeyes menu. All right. Okay, yeah. So they have four different meals: the tour rider, okay, tour which consists rider. of twenty crispy chickens um, tenders, one large container of mashed potatoes with gravy, two large uh, large orders of fries, five biscuits, gallon of drink, gallon <laughs> <laughs> of drink, um, and a collection of, of their sauces, including barbecue sauce for forty six ninety nine. That's a lot. Right. The offset. That's right? U.S. though. <laughs> right? um, That's for the U.S. people. Now the offset is eight um, um, boneless or bone-in chicken pieces, one large fry, one mashed potatoes, and uh, four biscuits for twenty-one ninety-nine. The Quavo, um, which is two chicken sandwiches, two regular fries. <laughs> they made him like. I'm not gonna read anymore. This guy's <laughs> fucking. Who said I wasn't on the Popeye menu? Roadrunner. Yeah. Uh, uh, I remember. Who said I wasn't on the Popeye menu? If you had a Popeyes, if Popeyes came to you with a deal, what would your menu item be? Like what? What I would include? The Roadrunner. That the that's the Roadrunner special. The demonic sandwiches. The demonic sandwiches. Demonic sandwiches. You know me? We had two sandwiches. One Delta Mini, a side of fries with mashed potatoes. For, I'll give it for the Lolos. I'll give it for the Lolos. Oh, I beat man. the price, you feel me? Uh, $10.99. $10. <laughs> $10. <laughs> Nino, you got what, the, the, the Nino special. I don't know. Well, what would it be called? It'd be Quarter Pounder with Cheese. The Quarter Pounder <laughs> with Cheese. <laughs> Shout out QP. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Let's get off. So what's this yours? Mine? Um, the Ricky Rocket. The, the Ricky, Ricky Rocket. That's okay. hard. That's hard. Ricky Rocket meal. You know what I'm saying? That about this. Hey, <laughs> double everything. You know what I'm saying? Double chicken sandwich. Fucking. What you say is this a fucking glutton meal? Yeah, just just stupid. Just a heart attack and a fucking. Shout out Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes hard stuff. Yeah, yeah man, dude. Popeyes. I like I like the red beans and rice personally. <laughs> yeah, from Popeyes. That's, yeah. that's what you're going to wow. be. Yo, that's you know, one of my sides. I see that red PK beans and red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. No. <laughs> <laughs> They have red beans and rice there. I don't know if you've ever tried it. Mine would be like, would probably have to be like, a, a like a, a three-piece chicken. You know what I'm saying with the rice and red beans. You gotta have the healthy. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I gotta get get two apple pies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> two apple pie and um, of course biscuits. So mm. and then yeah, like a Fanta strawberry. <laughs> Phantom mix, you know, like a strawberry, like uh, Sprite ginger ale combo, uh, some right. shit like that. It's good, it's got to yeah. to the mix. Um, y'all heard about this new beef that's going on? Who? Oh. The main, main beef, the main event. Eminem. Oh. The, <laughs> one of the goats. Yeah. Versus the other goat, Nick Cannon. 
You fucking Nick with it? Cannon's a goat. <laughs> he's a goat or something. <laughs> Maybe not a rat. <laughs> he's a goat. Hey. What if I told you I don't even know who Nick Cannon is? You don't know who Nick Cannon is? I don't even know who Nick Cannon is. You ever seen the show Wild and Out? Never. Do you know Mariah Carey? Nope. Oh, damn. Nope. I never grew up. I never grew up watching all of this stuff. You feel me? I never grew up watching all of this stuff. That's true. That's true. So even when people make like comments about, oh, you remember watching that as a kid or you remember watching this as a kid, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you fuck with Eminem. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, then, yeah, because Nick Cannon's been like talking smack, like yo, yeah, man's dissing, dis, uh, not dissing me. He's um, <laughs> he's dodging me. That's yeah, he wants him to come on on Wildin' Out, the, the show that that show here. But what I want to ask you about Eminem. Have you were you listening to him back in the days? Yeah, I heard a I heard a couple of songs. That one song he made about his daughter, I forget what it's called. Hey, so, Haley, what was it? Some some I don't know. I forget. So you weren't a fan? Not really. So not really. This actually answers a question that Lord Jamar brings up a lot of time. What's this? He says that Eminem does not get no play in the hood. That people don't fuck with Eminem in the hood. Probably not. Who do you hear playing Eminem? Like I realistically, know, like, Eminem realistically hasn't dropped not. anything good that was worth like bumping. But, but I feel like, I feel like he does that because he doesn't have to do it no more. You feel me? He mm. doesn't really have to drop music. Mm. Like he's done. He did it. He's done what he had to do. You feel me? Like yeah. Yeah. how old is he now? Oh, he's like 47, 48. When I'm, when I'm 47, 48, <laughs> I'm laid back. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably start smoking weed again. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. I'm no, be no, for sure. So, you Nick all agree? Cannon. None of y'all were really fucking listening to... Well, it's hard Not to figure out. He doesn't know who Nick Cannon is. He doesn't know who is. Nick Cannon is. Nah, you know what I'm like, saying? All right. He's the, an actor, two. a rapper. He has... Uh, Sitcom shows. I have to look him up tonight. You he was married to Mariah Carey, which was a dime. Yeah. She's still, you know, semi-dimeish. Okay. She used to be a dime dime. She, she's milf dime now. Okay. When she was young, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But now yeah, she, she had it all. Oh, well. She's she like almost 50 now. But she has classics. So Yo, she lie. does have classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Classics. She owns the Christmas. Yeah. She yeah, owns yeah. Christmas. Yeah, that's true. She <laughs> owns Christmas. So... Um, okay, I'll give you, you a story. You probably don't know her, but you probably heard her Christmas song. Right? 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's two men that were charged for posting a prank video um, that they were sharing here. I'll, sh- I'll show you the video here. These two um, Toronto mans here. They do videos. Oof, uh, is it Fuckery in the Six? That's... Ah. Shout out Fuckery in the Six, too. He's funny as hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there's, there's two of them. Yo, if you're watching this, holla at me, you know, you feel me? <laughs> I'm going to show you the video. We're trying to get the best reaction out of everybody. So we, we go in, none of our videos are fake, we get the best reaction, but then at the end, we say, hey, it's a joke. And half of them laugh. So that's why when, I, when the cops came to us, I was surprised. Like, I'm like, wow. 
The videos are meant to shock their hope to gain more online followers. Though the internet antics of two young Toronto men have landed them in hot water with police. They're facing a slew of charges for posting, quote, prank videos on YouTube and on social media. They reached out to... I think it was the, the time um, the guy's like, yo... I'm gonna smoke a blunt and go in the OVO store. OVO store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are about yeah. it. Yeah. And the security guard was about it. Yeah. He <laughs> yes, the action yeah. was yeah. yeah. no, I read him because he went he went at it with the security guard. Yeah, yeah, he was fighting. Yeah. He was trying to get away. Yeah, he was yeah. going yeah. at it. Yo, these yeah. guys are on house arrest now. Yeah, can't post. Yeah, you see. They can't post nothing. They gotta stay in the yard. Man, house arrest is difficult. Man. I did house arrest three years, house arrest. You know, house arrest, you'll go, you'll lose your mind, man. Mm. You feel me? House, house arrest is not a joke, you feel me? Yeah, man. Shout out to... What's the name of the... What's the um, name of the site? Because on the news story, I'm there trying to figure out what the fuck the name of their Instagram is because they credit fuck them. Fuckery in the yeah. six. But, but they blur it up. They blur up. Fuckery yeah, in the fuck six. I don't want to give it no more hype. Fuckery in the six. Yeah. yeah. In the six, but it's fuckery in the six. I'm uh, the same right. thing. I'm thinking, what the, why yeah. is it blurred? That makes complete oh, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out fuckery in the six. Yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, you guys shout out them, man. Shout out them. You guys are funny as hell. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they can holler yeah. you right now because they're on house arrest. They can't film no videos. Oh, shit. They that's probably their conditions. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's what they said on the news. Condition. They can't post or on yeah, house Yeah, you can arrest. get the most weirdest conditions, bro. Oh, you have no... We can talk hours yeah. about conditions. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Okay, one more news story here. Um, okay. Walmart Canada pulls sweater of Santa with what looks like Did cocaine. Did you see the sweater? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw the sweater. You saw the sweater? <laughs> sure. I never saw I'll show you the sweater. <laughs> I never saw it. Yo, they, put a, they put three lines of yeah, in front of the sandals. He has a picture. He has a picture. New, New drip. Where can I cop that? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying to myself. New drip. It was a, it's a third party. Oh, yeah? It was a third party seller, but they took it down. <laughs> oh, they I took it down. It. They're not selling it no more? No, they apologized. Gone. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, everybody wants it now. They probably never booked that it was cocaine you feel me until someone says that. I thought it was a snowball no, or something no, it's it's obvious. it had to be it's someone that was like so naive no, no, no. like oh, that's work that's, 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 that's why I mean like that's, it had to be someone that's, that's that was so naive don't work bro that's that's work that's already bagged out look at his hand 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 Oh, he has a baggy there too. No, 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 no. no. Oh, let me bring it closer. Let me bring it closer. Man of the straw in his hand. Oh, he's not even selling that? He's gonna grit. I thought Santa was gonna slide down chimneys trying to sell that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to steal people's shit, bro. He's trying to hit three reels and jump on the sleigh. Yeah, yeah. No one's copping that drip no more. Stan's not copping that drip no more. We don't want that drip no more. That drip's canceled. That's crazy. <laughs> I never even caught the straw in the man's hand. <laughs> yeah. yo, whoever Gosh. made that shirt is a wicked motherfucker, yeah. yo. Drip's you think that so man's in trouble? No, no, Good question. <laughs> like, I mean, they let him do it. He must have signed off on papers. Mm, it can't be the man's fault. Party seller. Like, someone agreed. You feel me? So yeah. he's not reliable. Remember, it wasn't on sale. The guy that did it knew what he was doing. No, it wasn't selling in store. It was online. Oh, it was only online, eh? It was a. What they're saying Walmart. Is, yeah, but they're saying through a private seller through Walmart. Yes. Well, excuse me, not on shelves. Like mm. online, you have to do only. You can only order it online. And once they realize what it was, they pulled that. You can't order that. <laughs> so anybody who ordered that right now, 
that's a hot selling item for people yeah. that are like you know what I'm saying. But well, shout out to whoever is whoever is trying to do all of this, right? Like people, they all, all they want to do is make like they just yeah. trying they're just trying to get their paper, right? You feel me? Yeah. Everybody's in it for paper. Like we all came here to make paper, you know. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. He's probably just trying to make his paper, you know. I feel bad now that his, his shit got taken down. You feel <laughs> me? Don't feel bad yeah. because I'm sure on the back end. Pause. He's probably getting way he's more sales yeah, now. Yeah, because that got yeah, way yeah, high. Clouded up, right? Yeah, yeah clouded Six. up. We're he talking just, about he can it. just do his side shit now. The next, they're looking for the next thing from him. What's next? Yeah. Don't sell it. And whatever he had left of those ones with the. He'll just resell it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Walmart's not selling yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But these but motherfuckers are going. I'm selling <laughs> yeah. them. Right? Come get. Someone's got to sell them. They gotta get sold for double so, the price. Yeah, now they're now they're now it's oh it's Couture now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shout out to him. All right, uh, let's wrap it up, yo. Um, let's get to y'all social medias. Where to find your music, videos, all that good shit. You can find me um, Roadrunner dot one on this camera. Right find here. me at Roadrunner dot one on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna give my Snapchat out. You feel me? That's hey, private. Yeah, yeah, that's private. But that's my Instagram. You feel me? Find me there. You know. And then me, you can find me at Nino Louie at N I N O L U E Y M V. And music wise, um, Spotify, uh, all that shit. Yeah, Spotify. I just got my shit uploaded on Spotify finally. You feel me? Please, uh, good, You can good, find good. me on Spotify. You can basically find me on all streaming platforms right now Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, all that good shit, you know? Nice. Wherever you guys want to find me, you can that's find good. me. That's good. On the platforms, that's great. Dope, yeah. dope. Yo, enough, enough, enough respect, yo. You don't know, bro. Very dope mm -hmm. interview, you know what I'm saying? Very dope conversation, um, I should say. You know yeah, I mean? it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cookies. Yeah. You yeah. Did you I'm feel nice it? on that, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you feel it? Yeah. Gucci, you okay? Yeah. Hey. Right. <laughs> Gucci, oh. Um, PK Herc, let the people know where to find you. Oh, well, you don't know. It's PK Herc, a.k.a. Paul Bunyan, a.k.a. Smokey the Bear, a.k.a. Hey. Ganja Giant. Find me on Instagram, PK Herc, you don't know. Hey. Or if you want to buy some rolling papers and trays and containers and all this other good stuff, follow my page, Parkdale Smoke underscore SSC. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Very, very, very dope episode. Like I said, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, thank you for having us. Yo, yes, thanks, thank thanks you for, for coming, coming through. through you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, make sure to hit me up. Hit up my website. That's Friday, aka Ricky Dread. That's D R E D. Uh, website our our group website here we love hiphop.ca the medibles got me kind of touched i'm like we, I friday every week. week tree of edibles friday be like oh all right <laughs> Chocolate Bam, down. Uh, one chocolate and i can't even remember Bam, any of our two social chocolates. medias and what? shit cookies um, <laughs> hit us up on instagram um, we love hip-hop network and on Twitter, we love hip hop to and hit me up all across the board. Friday, Ricky Dread. That's D R E D. Uh, shout out all the guys, man. Before I go, I want to yes. shout out all the guys. Shout out Grizzly, Free Shata, Free. Sa I mean, uh, Free CC, Free Trizzy. My whole hood's knocked. You feel me? Mm. I gotta shout out all the guys. You feel me? Yeah. Free all them guys. You know. Hold your head Soon to the ground, man. Shit. Facts. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. man. Freedom is a must. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, speaking of freedom, um, I'm gonna take us out with a track here. Um, by Eziano. Pray for me. R.P. Noski too, man. You guys don't know my brother, you know, he was killed by the feds, you know? Oh, so the yeah. cops killed him. Rest in peace to my brother, you know? R.I.P. Rest in peace. R.I.P.
came on my cell, see my nigga on the news dead Heart dropped to my toes, fucked up my head Snake friends got him close, one in the head Your own family will snake you and kill you over bread What do you say to a mother that just lost a son? I told mother I'm riding, she hollered and felt the gun Got a car from my nigga, heard I got shot. Coming out the studio, niggas got the trap.